1: Hello and welcome to the Terrific Teacherpreneur podcast. Today's episode we're going to be talking all about aesthetics and kind of branding and colors and fonts and all that kind of stuff. Basically how to make everything you do in this business look awesome. So my guest Eden is going to be talking with us today a little bit about the way that she's branded things in her store but also on her Instagram. So that's how I connected with Eden on Instagram and she has this most gorgeous Instagram feed and every photo she takes is just so beautiful and I was just kind of dying to know how she does it so there's definitely going to be a little bit of talking about photography there as well. But yeah, we're going to be talking all about that today. And it's something that I think is really, truly important because, not to be harsh, but if you don't have this kind of thing sorted, it's very hard to market your resources. Because as humans, naturally, we are drawn to things that are aesthetically pleasing, things that are lined up and neat and the colors. cohesive and go together and complement each other and when fonts make sense and are legible and complement each other and when photos are taken and they're well lit and they're laid out and organized and just the way that you brand your business is so important because that first impression matters and you need to look professional as well you want basically everything you do whether that's on social media or within your store in your tpt covers you just need to have that professional look to what you do so so important to get people to trust you and to want to buy what you have to offer so it's really super important and i'm so glad that we're talking about it today so let's get started hey eden welcome to the podcast i'm so excited that you were able to join us today hi alex i'm so excited to be here too I thought we could start off with a little introduction. So I know you from Instagram, but I would love it if you could introduce yourself to my audience a little bit about you and your teaching and background education, but also a little bit about your store and your business and your Instagram and your journey. That would be great.
0: Definitely. Well, I'm a third grade teacher in Houston, Texas, and this is my seventh year teaching. And when I first started off, I was doing team teaching. So I was mostly focused on reading, but the last several years I've been self contained, so teaching all the subjects. And kind of interesting, I actually have my degree in public relations. So when I started off, I didn't really have a background in teaching, but I guess you could say teaching kind of runs in my family because both my parents are teachers and I've had some grandparents. So I guess it kind of came naturally to me. But yeah, so basically, whenever I first started off teaching, like I said, since I didn't have a background in teaching, I kind of relied a lot on other people's teaching resources and uh, got a lot of things myself on Teachers Pay Teachers, but I never thought myself about actually having an account. And I guess kind of similar to some other people's stories, my mom, you know, kind of said, Eden, I saw this article that, you know, teachers can make a million dollars on this website. Teachers pay teachers. Have you ever heard of that website? And it's like, yes, mom, of course, I use that website all the time. But, you know, I never really thought I myself would end up being a seller on there. But, Um, whenever I first started out, I just thought, okay, you know what, I do make some things for my classroom. Maybe I'll just upload them, kind of see what happens. And, you know, I guess you could say the rest is history, but (laughs) (laughs) definitely when I started out, you know, I didn't really know a lot of what I was doing. So I wasn't really that familiar with PowerPoint or anything, but I think definitely just one of the biggest things looking back, I wish I had invested A little more time in the beginning in learning about PowerPoint because I do think it's such an important tool and I feel like I've had to go back a lot over the years and kind of you know work on my different resources as I've learned different tips on PowerPoint so I definitely think for anyone listening if you're not too familiar with PowerPoint that's definitely a great place to start and just you know, I watched some YouTube videos and then last year I attended the teachers pay teacher conference and I attended, you know, someone's tips and tricks on PowerPoint. And
1: so all of that has helped me a lot on my journey. Awesome. I love what you said about the, you know, we kind of all have that similar story of we like making things for our classroom anyway, and then we upload them or we read that article, the million dollar teacher one, <laughs> which I read, we all read and you just, it was, it's just, I think it's, so shocking because for our industry and being teachers being kind of underpaid for the most part in most countries it's just this wow thing for us to be like oh my goodness there's this opportunity to make money I think we were all just like gobsmacked (laughs) I remember reading that and just being like (gasps) yes I
0: totally agree I had no idea I guess back in the day that that was possible so it was really exciting and yeah now I try and tell all my coworkers workers I'm like, hey, y'all should start Teachers Pay Teachers, too, and I know at the beginning, it can seem really overwhelming, and, you know, I'm just so grateful for all the different teachers along the way who have helped me, and, you know, your podcast is really helpful, so I'm excited, and hopefully I can just, you know, share some of those things that I've learned, and hopefully make it a little bit easier for some other people who are starting out.
1: yeah. So today we're going to be sort of really talking about the aesthetics, like the branding, the colors, the fonts, color palettes, color schemes. That's going to be our focus today because that's something you do really well. And that's why I I really think I want my audience to learn a bit more about. So I thought we could start off. I've not really got like a specific question for you. I just kind of want to throw this at you. Like, can you just kind of give us tips when it comes to this kind of branding stuff, fonts and colors and color palettes? Yeah. So something I didn't,
0: personally know about on PowerPoint that really helped me until a little bit later on in my journey is that you can actually save your color palette on PowerPoint. And I feel like that was, you know, it's so simple, but that was a really big game changer for me because whenever I first started, whatever project I started on, I would just go ahead and go to the color wheel and just kind of pick some colors that I liked. But, you know, every single resource ended up having totally different colors. Maybe the colors didn't necessarily flow together super well. And so once I kind of figured out, you know, the colors that I really liked um, on PowerPoint, you are able to save that color palette. So now every time that I open a new uh, resource, I can just go straight to the color palette. And it also saves me time. And I think that's one thing that really helps make my resources look cohesive and make the thumbnails look cohesive because every single one is going to have those same colors. And I also found for myself that, you know, I kind of like how some colors blend into the next. So um, I kind of worked on just, you know, what colors look good with each other. And maybe there's some colors that don't look as good together. So it's kind of good to research that before, you know, committing to your colors, just kind of making sure that they look good together and in a good pattern. And so then that also really helps, like I said, with the thumbnails. Um, So kind of another tip that I've discovered along the way is I used to make a new PowerPoint file for every single thumbnail. But the only problem with that is, again, I ran into the problem where all my thumbnails started just looking very mismatched together, like they would all have different colors, different fonts. And you know, at first you don't really realize it as you're just, you know, uploading and then the next resource and the next resource. But, you know, I kind of took a step back one day and was looking at my overall store and, you know, was thinking to myself, would anybody know that these all belong to me that I had created all of these? And it just, you know, there was no pattern, nothing really looked like it went together. And so I decided, okay, you know, I'm going to have to do a whole overhaul and redo all my thumbnails. And it was a really big commitment. But the thing that made it easier was I just had one PowerPoint file, I made one thumbnail. And then for every single resource, I went back and I pretty much just, you know, changed the wording, but kept the fonts the same, the colors the same, and then inserted the different resources. And so it made it look much more cohesive. And Then, you know, of course, sometimes if there's a seasonal product or, you know, something I want to make the colors a little bit more specific for that specific, let's say, book if the book has certain colors. But other than that, I have pretty much just the same colors, same fonts. And, you know, with the fonts, I also spent some time at the beginning to play around and find my favorite, let's say, five different fonts. And then I kind of try to stick to those. And so I like to have kind of like one chunky one, like a thin looking font, maybe a few different cursive fonts and I'll just kind of play around with those specific fonts and so I feel like even if you know I use a few different fonts it all still overall looks pretty cohesive and I feel like now you know some of my coworkers will say oh yeah I can really tell that you know when I saw something pop up I knew right away that that was yours or even one day some of my coworkers found one of my resources on the printer and, and they said oh yeah we knew right away that that belonged to you because we recognize the fonts and style and I do think that's really important not only for looks wise but also just for branding purposes that you know all the resources people can look at it and kind of go oh yeah that looks like an apple for Like I kind of know what I'm getting, and you know, I kind of know what style to expect because all of her resources kind of have those that same aesthetic to them.
1: Yes, I think like the good takeaway for this episode, anyone listening, is you really want everything to be cohesive. I think that's such a good word because it creates that brand recognition. So I have had a look at your TPT store a few times, and like all of your covers they just have that similar kind of look to them that look that vibe and so if, you know following you if you upload a new product as soon as that product comes up I don't need to see your store name I don't even need to see a logo on you on your cover I just know I would know it's yours and I have that with so many followers are people I follow it's it's about the font the color the layout the style like the design and the way you do it the way you do your photos and stuff and it makes you recognizable and that branding is so so important it doesn't seem like it matters but it does it's so so important and you've got such a good handle on that so that awesome I was actually gonna say do you have any sort of tips about like color schemes and stuff because you know you've got your pastel kind of thing we could talk a little bit about that that would be good yes definitely well I think exactly like you said color scheme is
0: something that is so important and I think everyone you know kind of has their own style and so I think I've seen you know some people on Instagram are very right now into like the desert hues or I've seen some other people they're very into the bright neon colors or some other people want the primary colors but I think kind of whatever it is that you like it's very good to kind of stick with that because okay so let's say first now we have our color palette for teachers pay teachers and you know for me I'm really into the pastel so all of my you know, thumbnails are all going to be pastel, but that kind of, you know, led me next to just making sure that all my resources were going to be kind of in the pastel color scheme as well, because of course, then switching over to Instagram, you know, I want to be able to post my resources on there to promote them and to show people how I'm using them. But of course, I wanted them to all look good with my Instagram. And so I kind of decided, you know, I'm going to have pastels on Teachers Pay Teachers, then I want my Instagram to also be reflective of that and to have pastels as well. And so, you know, once you kind of decide that color scheme, it's really powerful because now I feel like on my Instagram, it all just kind of goes together. I post a resource that's pastel classroom. I kind of redid it to make it more pastel as well. So that way for any photos that I want to take there, it goes along with that. And then also even my outfits, I will try it only to post pictures, you know, when I'm kind of going to be able to match my classroom. Like I wouldn't probably want to like post a picture of me wearing a dark red or something because all my other pictures are pinks and turquoise and just light colors. And so I think that kind of helps with Instagram, just making it very visually appealing to kind of just stick to the color scheme. So again, whatever it is that you like, I think anything works. I've seen beautiful Instagrams with, you know, all different kinds of color schemes, but I think that helps it when You know, they say people just when they're first deciding to follow you or not, they're only going to look at your Instagram for a few seconds. And so I think having a very visually appealing
1: Instagram can help with
0: getting followers
1: yeah this is a perfect segue into us talking about Instagram which I'd love to talk about because that's how I found you that's what you're so so good at and I really like that you have that connection you've really thought about that really carefully that oh well my products are going to need to be shown on my Instagram so they need to match well and the products I put in my classroom or on my like my decor needs to sort of match that cohesive theme and what I wear and then and you put that thought into it and it's worked because your feed is gorgeous so clearly like it's working and that's something we all need to aspire to so it'd be lovely believe you could give us some tips for Instagram and specifically the photos basically when you put up one of those gorgeous photos which you do and I'm always like frothing with jealousy (laughs) because they're so stunning and you do ones where you like have a selfie a picture of you but it's like it doesn't look like a selfie it looks like it's sort of been the phone's been propped up and it's like slightly blurry in the background and it's like crisp and like like clear it's like gorgeous how are you doing that tell us your secrets I'm just dying to know
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh, you're just building me up so much. Uh, Yeah. So there's really a lot I could say about Instagram. And I guess I would start my first tip would be so for anyone who's looking at their Instagram and they're thinking, okay, wow, I have a lot of work to do here. And maybe I want to make a lot of changes. The first thing that I kind of did, because I was in that position a few years ago where I was looking at my Instagram, I was like, you know what, this really isn't too special. I don't feel like really anything stands out so much about my Instagram, what can I do to kind of improve it? So that's kind of where I first started thinking. And for me, what I liked doing was, you know, we all have those favorite Instagram accounts. So I kind of went to my top, let's say, five favorite Instagram accounts. And I tried to see kind of a common thread between those of what it was that I liked for myself. And actually, when I first started off, I really liked a few accounts that were very minimalistic. They didn't really have any pictures of, you know, them in it, it was really just like kind of their resources, very stark, a lot of white. And so I kind of started off like that. And, you know, I was enjoying how my feed was looking. But as I got more confident, I started looking at some other accounts and, you know, okay, now I think I like these other accounts more where they're showcasing their classroom a lot. And even some other accounts, now they're posting pictures of themselves in their classroom. And, you know, at first, like I said, I didn't really feel comfortable to do that. And I think, you know, it's good for people to also know that, you know, it's not going to all just happen overnight. So it is kind of good, just, you know, have some goals for yourself and kind of slowly work your way up. So once I kind of first just felt more comfortable with posting like my resources and kind of got the hang of that, after that I said, you know what, okay, this year I need to focus more on posting pictures of my classroom. And then after that, now I'm kind of more comfortable posting pictures of me in my classroom. So it kind of was just a buildup of that. And I think over time, you know, now my account kind of has the look of where I want it. It's kind of a mix between some just only posting pictures of my resource, some just only in my classroom, some in my classroom. And I think, you know, first of all, having a good mix of those three is really important just to kind of keep the feed looking interesting, you know, to have a mix. But also, um, you were saying, you know, with how do I get the picture to look good? So, definitely a top tip, which it's so funny when I first think like some of my first pictures, I was trying to take them of myself, literally with a selfie stick. And I was like trying to not get the selfie stick in the picture and then thinking, okay, there has to be a better way. I personally don't always like to ask my coworkers to take pictures because I feel like you know I don't want to inconvenience them You know, several times a week. Like, Hey, can you come take this picture of me? And then of course, if you don't like how the picture looks, you're like, Oh, can you redo it? <laughs> so I didn't know that this existed, that there are actually selfie sticks that basically come with a remote and so you can set up the selfie stick wherever you want it and you have the camera facing you so you can see exactly how the picture looks and then with the remote it will take it for you and that way I feel like you can take as many as you want you can move it around and I really like to take my pictures on portrait mode I feel like it always ends up looking better for me But I will say this, the new iPhones, and I actually want to get the most recent one, it will do portrait mode and blur out the background without zooming in. Because I know that's a problem for a lot of people. When you put on portrait mode, it zooms in just like, you know, your shoulders up. But with some of the newer iPhones, it will just blur the background. And I feel like it kind of, you know, sometimes classrooms are so busy. And so it's, I kind of prefer to have the background blurred out a little bit so that it's just you know, not too overwhelming, all the different things going on in the
1: picture. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I'm so glad you shared that with me. Cause I was just kind of dying to know. And I never, it never occurred to me the whole remote thing. Now I think about it. I have seen them in the shops and stuff, but like, uh, yeah, it's, I'm feeling really tempted now to like, you know, wrap this up and go to target <laughs> buy myself. One of those, cause I have so many different, like little selfie stick things, but I don't have anything where I can take it myself. So yeah, that that's goals right there is what I want. <laughs> I want that? Yeah.
0: That was definitely one of the biggest game changers for me. When I found out that that existed, I'm like, oh, okay. Now I can take all these pictures of myself and (laughs) can see exactly how they're going to turn out. Um, But the other thing is, I think it's really important the editing of the photo as well. So sometimes by the time I'm done editing the photo, I go back to look at the original and I just think, wow, my skin looked so gray. You know, the lighting in the classrooms is very fluorescent. And so there is a free app that, Adobe makes and it's actually called Adobe Lightroom. And it's amazing. You can edit so many aspects of the picture. You can adjust the lighting, you can adjust the colors, you can even change colors. So if something's red, you can make it pink. So, you know, that can also help sometimes if, you know, there is something in a picture that I feel like doesn't fit my color scheme, basically through this free app, you can really like edit the photo. And I feel like By the end of the photo, it just looks like a completely new photo, so much more vibrant and bright. And so that's kind of always, you know, my first step is editing the photo uh, through that app. And then another tool that I really like for videos, I know we haven't really talked about videos, but I really do like Canva a lot. And so that's another one that I'll use. But those are pretty much the main apps that I'll use to help with, yeah, with my feed.
1: Yeah I think you said something really good earlier when you were talking about how you looked a little bit about at the profiles of people that you look up to the other Instagram people you like and kind of to see what you liked about them I think that's really good I think I've done that a few times with the people that I really look up to I go why do I like them so much why do I like watching their stories what's so great about their posts that makes me always want to like it like why do I keep following them what's so amazing and if you really like take that time to analyze and ask yourself, you can really start to put together the things that you should be doing. And I think it's a really good perspective to have as well. When you're about to post something, you need to ask yourself, would I like this? If I saw this on my feed, would I be like, oh, this is amazing? You know, because sometimes a lot of people start Instagram accounts and they just sort of share like their TPT covers or, you know, a very kind of dark photo or something that's not super... Instagram worthy. And I guess it's really good to ask yourself, like if I saw this on my feed, would I be dying to follow this person? Would I think this is amazing? And if you're really honest with yourself, I think you it kind of helps. And that's a really good perspective to have. And it sounds like you really did your research and everything. That's awesome. I was actually wondering before we wrap up, is Doug, do you have any other kind of final tips or takeaways or hacks or anything you want to share just to inspire my audience in terms of all the aesthetics and branding? I
0: mean, I think you said it really perfectly. I think, like you said, it's important before we share anything to really think, okay, how are my viewers going to see this? You know, is this something that's going to add value? And I think,
1: yeah, everything you said, you pretty much summed it up perfectly. <laughs> yes. That's awesome. Okay, so where can my audience find you? Like, Let us know um, where they can find you and check you out.
0: Yeah, so on my Instagram and Apple for Eden, and it's the same for Teachers Pay Teachers
1: um I definitely recommend you guys go and take a look because you will fall in love with her Instagram feed but also your tpt store just has really beautiful covers and you've got that branding happening there and it's kind of even your quote box and your like logo and your banner and everything everything's just really gorgeous and it's just nice to get that inspiration for what we can all aspire to (laughs) that's awesome thank you so much for joining us today it was so lovely of you to come on here and I've definitely learned quite a few things so thank you well thank you so much for having me I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode. If branding and all this aesthetic stuff is something that you really, really need to work on in your business, let me know if you need any help from me. In my one-on-one coaching, I do audits and so I tend to look at people's TPT storefronts and we talk about their logo and quote box and banners and their covers and I give a lot of information there. I also do audits of people's Facebook and Instagram and Pinterest, pretty much anything in your business that you want me to look at, I can. And within my courses too, like my TPT seller course has got a whole module all on the branding side of things. So, you know, there's lots there, there's lots of resources out there to help you if you need it. But I hope that you have a terrific day. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Terrific
0: Teacherpreneur. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and review on your preferred podcast listening platform. We really appreciate that effort. Come back for more actionable tips and helpful wisdom in the next episode with your host, Alex. Until then.